Jay and Silent Bob Reboot is ready to beam directly onto your TV, desktop, or mobile through the streaming service of your choice. iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Prime, Vudu, and more. Or if you're all about adding a hard copy to your collection, grab it on Blu-ray or DVD. Better yet, snag a signed copy by Kev from jayandsilentbob.com. Rent or own Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Available now. Hit me! Episode 309. This is Mark Evan Jackson from everything. You're listening to NetHeads. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Yeah. New episode of NetHeads. You, are you are you down, Trent? I feel I feel like uh we should uh the theme for this episode should be the Oops, sorry. two-tone uh song. Eight six seven five three oh nine because it's th- oh, episode three oh nine. I get I I get it. I get yeah. it, Trent. Yeah. Ah, very nice. Uh, if you want to uh, take part in the pro- program, by the way, you can. Uh, one of, no, wait. No, no. That's not what I want to do. Scratch no. that. Rewind it back. Hi, everybody. Another episode of NetHeads. My name is Will. I'm Trent. And if you want to take part in the program, you can one of many ways. One of those is through Twitter. Trent, tell them how they could do that. Uh, be like the the ever awake and always tweeting Ash Williams. Use the hashtag NetHeads. Uh, we are creeping up on basketball season, so uh, make sure that you are heard uh, in the plethora of tweets that will come around March with the hashtag NetHeads. We'll respond. <laughs> that is, that is the way that it'll do it. By the way, uh, that's yeah. it, it's just so funny. Every meant, year, man. It, Every it, year, there it's just it's our feed until March. Yeah, and then there's like. Some group of fantasy guys, basketball guys that get together every year think they're going to come up with something new and they bogart our feed. Yeah, just a little, just a little bit, just to, just the tip, just to see how it feels. Um, so Trent. Yes, sir. It's been a while. How you been, man? Happy New Year. Uh, and, and a new year to you and yours, uh, Mr. Wilkins. How, how doth 2020 find you? Well, I can't believe it's already February. And I'm really glad I decided to screw around and play around with some gear in the studio or else there wasn't an episode of NetHeads for January. So, yeah, <laughs> life, life, though, it's just this ongoing thing and there's always something. And then, you know, you, you value your downtime, too. Right. Especially oh, yeah. you, you're, you're working and you're shooting wrestling and, yep. yes, you know. sir. Yeah, uh, my my mach- my uh, com- my main computer machine was down for a while. I, yeah, I I blew. I won't say blew. I invested my entire and then some Christmas bonus into. I mean, essentially, kind of building a new machine with some parts left over from <laughs> what I had before. But it is hot now. It's firing and quiet. It doesn't sound like a like a B fifty two taking off anymore. 
Is that well? Now wait a minute. I have to ask. Uh, so, by the way, that is part. Of, that is the main reason, actually, which I, I think yeah. I alluded to last yeah. time. You know, a little quick, twenty-three minute or that. Um, that Trent uh, had to rebuild his computer. So, and that was one of those things where it's not like you just, uh, you know, you just you didn't call up Best Buy and they sent you a new tower. You were like ordering parts, like motherboards yeah. and processors. Yep. Yep. So basically what you did said is I've got a case and maybe some memory I can use yep. uh, and a power supply. Yeah. Yeah. But but the problem was uh what what I started looking in I'm like, I can get some new memory but it's DDR3 and if I want to up, upgrade my motherboard to the latest and greatest that's going to be all four so I might as well do it at the same time. All I can say is the the uh, I'm a little embarrassed to say, but the 32 gigs of of RAM I have in this machine puts uh my works 32 gigs in the uh iMax to shame. Oh wow, well that's uh that's interesting to hear. So uh, okay, yeah. so so that all leads us up to uh did you put in? Is it just because you've got a new you know all new fans and the CPU fan, or is it because um you went liquid cooling? Oh, I, I did not go liquid cooling, but I did take the time to replace uh, a couple of the fans that I had uh, installed on. It's it's a cool master tower. It's huge. Um, and it, it does. It, it stays super cool the whole time. Uh, but the, the old fans, you know, it's a moving part. All moving parts eventually wear and get loud. Oh, I just man. replaced a couple of the fans. That's because nobody takes their stuff apart anymore and cleans it out as often as they yeah. should. Oh, and I'm the worst at that. Nope. I, I, it's okay, Trent. I think everybody is. Yeah, everybody officially qualifies. You just don't yeah. think about it, and then you're like, oh, what is that rumbling noise? Well, it's mm -hmm. your computer because you got a bunch of dust in there because... And, and in my case, dog hair yeah. in there. Yeah, I, I embarrassingly yeah. discovered it, it, that as it's, well. It's great. It sucks. It sucks air through, but it's also sucking particles through. Yeah, and sometimes it's not the stuff you want. So over time... You know, we all get a lot of buildup of dirt. I think uh, recently when I was going through a kind of a minor hard drive ordeal, um, one of the things I had done was I had to go into an old computer. And uh, I'm like, wow, this is really disgusting, which then led me to take my, my computer uh, that I have now out and clean it because I'm like, ooh, yeah. that's disgusting. It is well, a good, and, it's a good thing to do every once in a and while. You, and and was it a year or two years ago? You you even did the the unthinkable that no one does the 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 TV cleaning. What do you mean? Didn't you uh, pull a TV apart to to clean all the dust out of it? Oh my gosh! Wow, that is yeah. that is like uh, you're now you're traveling. You have you have officially gone back almost 10 years to when was i it had that long ago yeah when i oh, had wow. a, <laughs> here i'm thinking oh it was last year maybe <laughs> no it was but it was a dlp machine so right, it, yeah. it was still a rear projection you know it's still okay. not but at the time it was a really good picture because the dlp at the time had really improved um but you over time that, that, that sphere that you know depending on where you stood it was a flat image mm-hmm I always love that Al, uh, Ash Williams comes on and says, how is this still a thing? Hi, Ryan Connolly. <laughs> um, yeah, so with this, there's it was actually being bounced off of a mirror, so it was light emitted to a mirror, goes to the screen, and that mirror over time can get horribly, horribly 
dusty. And, you know, you think it's your bulb that's going out or the TV's fading. And no, it was a piece of glass that needed cleaning, essentially. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but that's what I had done. But no, that wasn't, yeah, you know, it's a, it, it's okay, Trent. You get to a certain point, it all just kind of blends together. You you know, the, the Jeremy Baramies just start blending in. After 5,000 uh, Baramies, you know. What do you expect? You, you, you would think you'd be able to make the, the perfect chair. Right. Um, by the way, also, I just do have to mention, if you do happen to catch us uh, streaming anywhere, whenever we're streaming, when, you know, when we're trying to figure out what we're doing with that, uh, I have to say that uh, I want to thank, actually, uh, all of our uh, Patreon subscribers and supporters, because both you and I now, uh, as I showed on the last one, have the cam link for, okay, good, yeah, you should hold yours yeah. up this time. Yeah, right there. Got it in the mail. Have yet to plug it in. Yeah, that helps. Uh, <laughs> I don't but blame we'll you, be, though. We'll be plugging it in soon. Yeah, that, that too. I mean, it does require a certain processor level and, and, and the like. So, you know, again, your upgrade kind of really good and timely. And, and I do really like the, um, I really like the new angle, uh, the with uh, using an actual camera instead of like yeah. a webcam. Uh, you know, I don't feel like anyone's going to, you know, pay me an extra dollar and hope I take my top off. Um, using where's, this, where's thing. that donate button, right? <laughs> um, hear that little coin sound. <laughs> Never mind. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> But I, but I was really admiring the way that, the, you know, cause every camera has a different optic, everything. And I yeah. liked the image, but my other favorite part was you could actually make out and focus on the stupid robot behind me. Yes. Uh, but during that 23 minute one, if you want to go back and look at that, it's like literally how I imagine you feel during my large, <laughs> you know, diatribes and just continuous speaking. Cause he's just sitting in the back corner, like blinking and he looking did. side to side. <laughs> you know, he's, do. yeah, he's or or like right he, now, like like he's doing right now. Yeah, kind of. He's just uh, <laughs> fidgeting all around. But but the nice thing is, you can, if you were a fan of HBO's Westworld, hey Vector, freeze all motor functions. And he gets all bummed out and closes his eyes and goes to sleep. Aww. We'll put it back on this charger. Uh, but it was just nice because he literally looked like every bored person that you're talking to and you realize, wow, they're bored. Uh, in the background, the whole duration. Uh, let's see now. Uh, oh, uh, Ryan Connolly was also pointing out that the robot was busy on the table. So uh, thank you to our, our Patreon supporters for that. Uh, you always get the uh, commercial-free podcast early and usually the video. But tonight is kind of a weird special night uh, where we do the one thing that either people, I, I think there's only, there's no middle ground here, Trent. Uh, in this world that we live in, you're either the kind of person that enjoys hearing other people talk about television. Yeah. Or you are not. Right. There is, I, I, I don't think there's anyone that would casually say, oh, hey, I listened to that uh, episode and that was pretty good. Um, you know, all that TV talk. No, so what you're saying is with within the the netheads culture, uh, you're there there are two groups, one being set heads and one being non set heads. Yeah, more than likely. And okay. and today I'm I'm glad you brought up uh your uh computer upgrade. And actually, do you wanna really we should do it justice and you should kinda unless you're in you know, you don't want to talk about it, did you wanna drop on the stats of what you upgraded to? Oh yeah, just uh basically all new uh AMD 
uh went with the raisin seven i don't know how it's pronounced um and yeah it's it's i mean it's essentially like a like a like an msi machine now Mm-hmm. ripping and screaming it. i'm just yeah. uh it's too bad you didn't get the uh the cooled uh the water the liquid cooling system oh, yeah I've got that in this one, and then it's just amazing how much your threshold then changes. Because after oh, a amount of time, imagine, you're like, yeah. "Why do I hear you humming?" It's like, yeah. "Dude, you were pissed because of fan noise before. Relax a little, will you?" Yeah. Uh, and oh, after, and I, that went away after the cleaning some because a liquid cooling system still needs a fan to vent the yep, heat out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 it 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 it's still um what's the term uh radiation cooled. Hmm. Uh, because it's it's blowing the cooler air from the fins onto the devices. Uh, I also uh, added uh, uh, three different hard drives in it now, um, plus my external um, network area storage. Because man, when when you're dealing with you know four cameras of a two hour show, that's a that's a ton of of data. Yeah, that's a lot of those video files are big and oh, they're fat gosh. and they're just you're chewing up terabytes yeah. like they're Oreo cookies. So much. Yeah, so it's so it's all I can do to edit something and then get it off of my machine as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I understand that. Uh, yeah. I've been there. As a matter of fact, that's part of the reason why um, I almost hosed myself uh, because I had moved everything to a network storage kind of in that same way. Yeah. Um. And it just so happened that I wasn't considering the age of it, and that hard drive died last year. So uh, yes. there are there are still some things that I've lost. They're never going to return. But thankfully, with a mild obsession or occasional backing up of things, anyway, you know the portable hard drives actually yeah. kind of oh, came gosh. in handy in saving my data biscuits, if you will. Yeah, it's a, yeah, especially if, yeah if, if you're doing like an image write you know, every couple of weeks or whatever, you can save on a ton of storage that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you're not joking, man. Those video files, Gosh. they're, they're redonkulous in file size. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But, but at the same time, so crazy because this little guy right here, if you can see me holding it up the size, less than the size of my, you know, fingernail, that's 256 gigs, man. That's what the camera records on. That's insane. I think that one says 128, not to be pedantic. Oh, it does. It does. <laughs> okay, good. I just wanted I wanted to make sure my readers weren't. weren't 256. Is some, I, I probably lost it. It, it. it got sucked into the fan and it's gone forever. Well, and for this other thing I'm working on, there's a, uh, this just kills me. I don't have the box nearby or I'd hold it up again, but it is a, it is a fanless computer. Okay that plugs into the HDMI port and its entire outer body is a heat sink. And oh, this thing okay. is able to run this, this video virtual hall of fame on it. So now, cause okay, they have like a, the situation a of, like a raspberry Pi. Yeah. But, but yeah. an actual windows Intel PC that's capable yeah. of processing video the way I need it to. Yeah. And, and it's a godsend because in this application, the screen is outdoors and it has actual, you know, weather encasement uh, around the back. And there is a place to plug an HDMI port or an HDMI device in, in there. So literally I'm able to make a 42 inch self-contained 
single outdoor unit of a touchscreen awesome. that people can use. Yeah. I want to have one in my backyard so while I'm barbecuing, that, I could watch that's a movie. exactly where my mind went. was like, oh, <laughs> shit, outside, dude? You could do everything with that. You could you could play video games from your pool, man. Here's one of the stupidest things I've done to date, Trent. This project has gone through a few different uh, fan, uh, 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 bits of technology. And at one point, there was this other quick, big self-contained 42-inch screen. It just had some issues, so they had decided to replace it. And they didn't want to try and sell it or anything else. So I'm like, great, I'll take it. And the only problem is this, the damn thing was 100 pounds. So this wouldn't have been a dumb idea. So far, it's not a dumb idea. It completely works, so I could do exactly that. Hook it up to a to a, any light PC that's got a connection to a, what's that app? You can run it on the Fire TV. And Plex. Like, like yeah. a Plex server. Exactly. Yeah. You could have your Plex server set up, and that way you could just connect to that or what have you. You could do all that via touchscreen. Maybe not the best thing to use when you're barbecuing. Anyway, uh, it, it all would have worked just fine. But then because it weighed 100 pounds, oh. in August, I left it in the car and there was some bit of insulation around the outside that wasn't actually secured by anything. So in the heat, it just got yep. loose and slid out. Yep. And it is a sun bright TV. Yeah, Ryan Connolly. So the big bummer about that is that the whole touchscreen weather sealing thing, that all actually has to be undone if I just want to go in to move one stupid piece of uh, silicone. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say, get some cock and go for it. I watch your this is not that kind of show, man. All right. <laughs> hey, speaking Hulk. of speaking of of bathroom uh sealants. Yes. Uh <laughs> one of our one of our wonderful uh viewers had decided to uh chime in on on the Twitter with the hashtag netheads and had asked a question if we had uh, we had seen a particular something that was going down in in Utah. Oh yeah. Do you, yeah, are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, so it, it's very interesting. Um, uh, the, the Gentiles, if, as it is in Utah, seem to, uh, need to really show themselves as such. Uh, and so if, if you're, you know, standing with planned parenthood, you need to make a stand very, uh, loudly, very publicly. And, uh, you know, so the, so the state was giving out contraceptives uh, in a uh, in in like the, the the it's very common around here for uh, it, you'll see shirts that say SL. In, in fact, every time Kevin's here, he always makes a joke about it. Uh, SL small comma UT Salt Lake, Utah or slut. Oh, my God. Um, and so there, there were a lot of like these little jokes and stuff on these these prophylactics that were uh being given out uh, uh, through the public health service uh, and the tourism board, and the governor got wind of it and was not happy about it at all. <laughs> I, I can't imagine why not. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, with all the with all the uh, liberal blue activity that must be going on there in Utah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm surprised it made it that far. To be honest, <laughs> to, to even the printing stage. <laughs> <laughs> somebody just wasn't getting the appropriate sign-offs or somebody was just not paying attention. And there yeah. is someone that is still laughing at what they were able yeah, to get through. That's, that's what happens when, uh, when other parts of the government actually keep working during the summer break. <laughs> My goodness. 
so that's yeah. So, you know, what was it like nifty slogans and stuff on the condoms too? Yeah, I I, I can't find the post now. Okay, neither could I. Nifty. How is that weird? <gasps> yeah, but uh, yeah, the the the, the one in, that drew the most ire was the SL comma UT. <gasps> Trent, is it shadow banning? Is that why we can't find the post now? It, it it could be or or the Mandela effect. Perhaps they've fired up the the hydrogen collider again, and now we are in yet another universe. Now, you know, it's funny you mention that because I, uh, well, it's not funny you mention that. It was just really cool that you referenced that. There is a movie from last year titled Yesterday, in which uh, the main character of the movie. He gets into an accident, right? Just a regular incident. But but his accident happens at a very specific time. All the lights go out on the planet. Everything uh-huh. shuts down. And then uh, he gets in an accident. He goes in the hospital. And, like, right after his accident happens, everything comes back. Uh, and he, you know, suddenly discovers himself to be living in a world where the Beatles never happened. And Hence he the is term the, yesterday. I was going to ask. Yeah. It, wonder if it was tied in. Okay. Yeah, it was the movie yesterday, and and you say that, and it just instantly takes me to wait a second. Is that what uh, was that what happened when that happened in that movie? I mean, I mean, that's that's the I mean uh, Mandela effectors effectors. Uh, that's that's what they claim, right? Mm-hmm. Is it, it was the collider that that then pushed us into another or created or blurred the line or collapsed one and brought two together. Um, and is, is why we have memories that aren't real mm-hmm. or just the reason that, you know, eyewitnesses are horrible at any type of, uh, testimony because no one remembers anything correctly. I remember a different documentary talking about, um, people's memories of like alien abductions or things they saw and uh-huh. they put a, people in, in this test they put a, people through a series of uh, just like walking around and there were things they saw but they didn't directly i don't think the group directly addressed them and then they asked them to recall what they saw on the day uh one month later and like one year later and what it uh-huh. showed is that that time affects memory Oh, ab- absolutely, and and I mean, you 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 will you will make things up to to try to fill that void that you know that no my 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 mind's not valuable, and then once that spark of of creation happens, it becomes real in your mind, and since it's in the past and the past doesn't exist, there's no way to validate it. Look, man, all I know is I still don't know what the name of those darn bears are anymore. I never had a problem with it until this whole <laughs> effect came up uh the the weinstein bears I no think, no was... wow that's a horrible <laughs> pop culture mashup my friend now what is it it's a it's a question of being the berenstein or the berenstain bears stain. is that what it is because i because i believe it's spelled stain but i think everyone just said steen okay well i'm glad we i'm glad we cracked the lid on that one right i mean <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Well, skipping all that crap. Yesterday was a great movie. I enjoyed it. Now, granted, I did watch it on an airplane. I only give that caveat because it means that my uh, I wasn't getting the best uh, 
experience delivered. I was just listening right. on my headphones. The sound is a bit compressed. So, you know, any movie on an airplane always has a knock against it for me when I'm watching it. That and and you know, we're we're still of a generation that I would think has a prejudice against movies on airplanes, right? There like I was thinking about this just the other day, like Remember when there was one movie on a flight and you either chose to to buy their their flim flam headphones and, and participate in, in the group showing of uh, the movie that was, you know, one week away from being on on VHS. <laughs> right. And, and it was never a pleasant experience ever. It, it, I mean, what we have now is leaps and bounds, but ahead. But but still, there's that there's that negative connotation of like. Oh yeah, do you have an in-flight movie? Like, like I watched, I watched it on. You know, it's, it's, it's my choice between you know, uh, a few episodes uh, now. It's of Curb Your Enthusiasm or uh, a movie that I've never heard of before. Yeah, and they have a few of those. And well, plus, uh, you know, I've I've said this before. Apology for the reiteration, but uh, when you're when you're stuck on like a four or you know five hour flight, and you know suddenly your standards will also adjust. You're like, okay, totally. well. I would never watch the movie tag voluntarily. Yep. However, I'll watch it here on a plane. Yeah. Or, or you know what? Uh, I, I know that I, I saw in the news that these Pawn Star guys are actually in some legal trouble now. Maybe I'll watch a couple of episodes. Yeah. Exactly. One entire season while I'm on this flight. Now, heaven forbid, however, if you were on an airplane, you only had a few episodes of a show. Uh, that I wanted to talk about tonight, Trent. And that is uh, NBC's The Good Place. Now, we have we have enjoyed this show uh, as as uh, since Jump Street, if you will. Day one. Right. And, and I was, because I was instantly, at the time, I was very critical of, of TV. And uh, I would always go into new shows and instantly my mind goes to, okay, so what is the sustainability factor? How right, long? Right, like, yeah. What's, what, what's, what's the, uh, the lost corner they're going to paint themselves into. Right. What, what, what are going to be the issues that they just, uh, or, you know, it's just like, it's great that they got past the fit pitch and, and perhaps the first six, but you know, it, even then it, 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 they may have just sold it in the room really well, I, you know, especially I'm, on NBC, you know, uh, uh, programming that is notorious for not really been given a chance. Yeah, definitely. But you know, then they also come out with like perfect harmony and you're like, okay. Yeah. But they, you also, I never would have thought that Superstore is enjoyable is as enjoyable as it ninth is. Ninth season, my friend. Huh? I think it's in its ninth season now. No, I no. Superstore is not that high. It, it, they're in their. I think they're. This is their fourth or fifth season. No. Yeah. You okay. you look you look that up. It's in its fifth season. There apparently. we go. And it, but it's still, and it's yes. still doing well. I mean, at least uh, in an entertainment fashion, it's it's doing a good job on the narrative. Um, but still like with that one, you don't really need to worry so much because you have so many circumstances happening in a store because it's a situation comedy. The good place is not a situation comedy. It's, it's, it's not slice of life. It's the situations that they run into that change the plot, right? You, you look at Seinfeld, your core characters cannot develop 
right? It's the same way with the comic book. You can't you can't develop a character too much for something that has the potential to be around forever because people like the way the character is. Good Place is wholly based <coughs> on these characters changing. Yeah, and um, and, and you know it seems like a a. a Anyway, I was going into it wondering how long they could get it going, but it also had Kristen Bell in it, and it had Ted Dance, and oh, and as Naaman's just said on on YouTube, it's like he was interested to see it because like Danson was doing something, so you know, looking at it that way, yeah. I um, I just went into it not just wondering if it would be good and if it would be sustainable, and I very quickly learned. Yes, on both. And, and But it was one of those shows where I was like, and I didn't know any of the backstory about Michael Schur be, basically being given a golden basket and just said, put whatever you want in here and we'll stick it on the shelf, wrap a bow on it and sell it. Right? Well, and it had it, it had some, some programming and production... I'm not going to say handicaps, but stipulations that you that that is very normal outside of network television, but but abnormal for NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox. Yeah, because uh, KB Kristen Bell has a. It was in her contract that it, it there could never be more than without her approval sixteen episodes in a season. Yeah, and so we ended up getting this this very interesting and amazing show. But what we didn't know is um, is how quickly it was actually going to turn the tables for us because, yeah. you know, the whole premise of this one person somehow getting into the good place accidentally and then, you know, continuing on from there uh, into, nope, somebody else is also not supposed to be here and... Uh, you know, we're going to let this cat out of the bag midway through the first season. You know, she's going to say, no, it's me. And you're like, wait, what? And that's all I'll say about like contextually the beginning of the show. Right. But you, uh, you very quickly learned that this was a show that was going to not only provide us good quality entertainment, have great jokes, but also teach us something and, uh, get it, giving us a, just enough of a hook to keep coming back week after week. Totally. And <laughs> somebody said, I heard Twitch noises and grins because, you know, we're running the, uh, stuff in the, we're going everywhere right now. So yeah. anyway, so, well, now we know what those noises are. So, uh, it really quickly turned out to just be one of those amazing shows where somehow just everything comes together and i admit it freely that i have probably rewatched the second season of this show on netflix numerous and numerous times if 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 netflix could give me a count of how many times i've watched them there's going to be at least 10 on all of them right i, I you know and i don't know if i've rewatched any of them wow well that's what you should do buddy yeah i tell you what um so anyway so really good show and what it ended up doing this 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 weird unique show ended up kind of giving us in a way a, a, 
it literally a narrative on just, you know, trying to improve ourselves and putting something better out in the world. And, and I don't know how it did it. And, and it was just this amazing journey from start to what was just last week, the finish, which is the series finale. Uh, and this is the point where we're just going to probably get really spoilery because, um, there are many times as a fan of a show that you really enjoy, that you are very passionate about, that you will actually try and find alternative ways to watch an East coast feed on your laptop. That's crappy (laughs) just so you can see it, even though, you know, you're going to watch it three hours later. Right. There's a high level of concern, which for this show was absurd because I think it proved time and again that it it earned our trust. But uh, I'll just say there's a certain concern when you have that much of a level of of passion and enjoyment for a show that you um, you would really be scared. That when they say that they're going to wrap it up and and you know that last episode is coming, you know, there's really that scare that it it just isn't everything that you might hope it to be. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I Uh, think, think, think of um, uh, Silicon Valley's finale. Right. Yeah. it, It was. I don't even remember it, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. You know, actually, I no, that's not true. I do remember that it was kind of like a documentary style of, of and, where are they the now? Play on like the Pied Piper with the rats and everything. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Anyway, um, I was I, I went in, you know, very, very concerned. You know, I didn't want because uh, Game of Thrones, their entire last season, I think are a lot of people are not totally pumped about that. No. Um, you know, the it the series finale of Lost was very controversial. Um, heck, even even something throwing all the way back to Seinfeld, the, the series finale of Seinfeld for me never hit because it was all about these people being put on trial when they have been suffering through their own choices the entire series, you know, nothing ends well for the people, for the characters on right. Seinfeld. And, and it, it's funny because I remember the, the watching the season finale and it wasn't until I watched the the commentary uh, Seinfeld DVDs that I that I realized what they were going for in, in the series finale. And it made so much sense of, of them being like of the creators being like, look, like if if these guys live next to you, you would hate them. They they are just the worst awful people. They they tried to to kill a dog <laughs> because it was barking too much, right? Like, um, and so they this was the the karmic retribution finally coming. But but it, it, we love these people. It didn't matter, and that's why it, it fell so flat. And it's it's so interesting too because the, uh, the dealing with like afterlife religion, like which then brings up the religion idea which then brings up, you know, the God idea, uh, just as controversial now if as it ever has been. And and they were able to to do this so inoffensively, right? That that like it it, it doesn't matter what creed you might fall under, you're able to watch this show and be engaged in it and not be offended by it. At least I wouldn't think, you know, c- coming from the background that I've had that I would think that anyone could watch this and, and be like, Oh, that's, this is a fun take on, on that idea. 
whatever master you serve, they address that even in the the pilot where he's yeah. like, where Eleanor directly asks Eleanor, uh, played by K- K- Kristen Bell, what happened there? Um, and Michael played by Ted Dance and Eleanor asked Ted, you know, well, you know, who got it right? And he's like, well, you know, everyone got a little bit of it right. You know, Buddhists, Christians, Jews, but, uh, and then there's the one guy, Doug Forsett. Doug. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. They, they really kind of tried to put that out there at the beginning. And then when they realized it wasn't a show, uh, now I'm repeating Michael Schur's words, but once he realized it wasn't a show about the afterlife, but it was a, it was a, it was actually a show on moral philosophy is what it was, uh, really leaning into what we owe each other. Um, it, it, uh, the show just it just did something I didn't think it could do, uh, which, you know, in its representation of the afterlife was very interesting, because if you think about it, the way the show represents the afterlife in a way, it seemed almost like life was created and the the mortal condition was invented. And then somehow somebody realized, oh, man. Somebody's got to be in charge of this stuff when it's done. Now what? Uh-huh. And then, you know, dropped a whole bunch of administration into place. And then, I mean, it reeks of middle management, honestly, because oh, then somebody absolutely. just bailed on it. But um, in, in this particular case, like you said, they really kind of stay away from the, you know, God and devil kind of stuff. But instead, they they put together something that the afterlife they represented, it was interesting because... It, 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 first of all, recontextualizes the human condition, but then, and this is really kind of fast forwarding ahead. I mean, we could talk about some finer details after, but, but the thing that it amazed me in the way they were able to wrap this up is that they were able to paint a much better picture for what it's all about and where it's all going. Um, and what I mean by that is that, uh, one of the elements that comes up in this is that the, in order to fix the good place, there has to be some type of finality on the line to keep you, you know, engaged and, and normal. And they come up with a door and, you know, all day, that door, you, when you decide you walk through it and you will, and that will be the end of your time in this universe. Uh, we just guarantee it won't be painful and it will be peaceful. So those are kind of like the ground rules. So that in itself is just an amazing conceptualization because it completely turns the human condition on its head. Because, you know, look, folks, if I may be uh, a bit brass for a moment, it's... um. The trick, the, the tricky thing about life is no one's getting out alive. Okay. Right. And I guarantee you one and all that we will never, uh, be ready to go. Okay. I don't think any of us will do that because there's the big unanswered question about afterwards. But, um, in this show, they, everyone that want, that goes through the door reaches a certain level of of, uh, of peace, of, of accomplishment. Like I've done everything I can do here and I don't know where I came from, but now it's time for me to go back to that. 
Right. And so instead of it being this thing where we don't get to negotiate it, we don't know what happens and we have no choice in the matter, it, it completely flips that to where you are you're ready to go and you are fully accepting of it because you've accomplished everything that you could accomplish. Everything that you've done, everything that you could have done, you've done. Um, and that, uh, well, and, and even just, pardon me, just like the, uh, the dot of the eye in Jeremy bury me that wrecked me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, to that point, like it's, it's not even, it's not even, uh, you, you, you know, you're ready to go when you've accomplished everything you want to go, but you're right. You're, you're, you're able to go when you want to go. Right. When, when, when you're ready, maybe mm -hmm. is a better even way to say it. when, when you feel like you, like you're ready to go. Um, and you and I were, you know, we're, we're chatting, you know, today, like that's something that we, we can only fantasize about right. be, being ready to go, you know, and, and as, aside from those who, who know that their time is short and, and, have the go through the process of coming to terms with that who who might be out, outside of that there's it's i mean it's really hard to be ready yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, it's, it's just yeah that's another way be, of putting it okay to go like <laughs> yeah i don't think i i i know i never will be but that's okay bitches i'm gonna be immortal Woo. um <laughs> but and, 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 up. and as a creator um of something that has, I, in, in Mike Schur's own words, just been from start to finish, everything was just a, everything was great because, you know, not only was he able to do the show that he wanted to do that NBC just gave him a green light on, um, you know, they're like, we don't care what you want to do. Just do something for us and to have it become what it has become. I mean, it is. Oh yeah. I, I would, if they had gone one or two more years, they definitely would have gone from one of the side hotels to hall H for sure. Um, at, at San Diego comic-con and, uh, you know, it is a beloved show. It is a, immensely popular, critically acclaimed. Everybody loved it. And, uh, to have something where you have that big fandom and then to come up with such a wonderful way to say goodbye to these characters as well, because we know that they're ready to go just like we have to let them go. Right. And they, they even give us the reason why it's just like, it would be selfish of me to keep you here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that just, that crushed me. Uh, there's the, there's a one part in where, um, cheaty, and Eleanor, Eleanor has successfully talked Chidi into not being ready to go, essentially. And she starts just, he meets her for dinner and they're having nice chit chatter. Then she throws some, some moral philosophy on him. And then just the part where she said, I made a rule where Chidi's couldn't leave because it would make Eleanor sad. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Because... It, I don't know what it was about that line. It was partially her delivery. It was also just kind of the the moment where the the student has become the teacher, if you will, and just in the way she put it, there was something so Susian about yeah, oh, it. Oh, the whole episode felt very Susian, right? Yeah. Um. And 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 the way when uh they're. Uh, while they're explaining what's going to happen to Michael, is he's now mortal, right? That's and, well, that's that's something that happens. It's just like like, like 
Yeah, and, and and they're just talking over what he's doing and and kind of narrating and and he'll find people that he likes and there will be people that he doesn't like and and like these are like they're just like like a, a checklist going off these like inalienable inalienable truths of humanity that everyone deals with. Uh, I, I it was just it was just I don't know it 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 does Susian that's that's totally. That's totally apt. I think that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and and uh, just a a lot of interesting choices on their part. But again, it it's just so amazing. And like I said, this show I I feel has earned our trust over the many seasons. Where I mean, honestly speaking, very hard for me to identify a bad episode. There might be a point in the narrative that I didn't like it. Uh, the whole story being told, but it still had aspects that I liked, like the beginning of the third season, excuse me, when they were on earth, that was, it wasn't, look, it wasn't the good place to me because I had spent two seasons in the universal backlot and now, you know, I was on sound stages and and it's stupid reason to be thrown by a narrative, but it, it, but it was for me, but it also then paid off hard when you get to the episode of Janet's, right? Yes. Or actually the episode before that for with Doug Forsett. Um it just uh uh it, it you know, like I said, I was enjoying it. I don't get me wrong, but then that happened and I'm like, oh my gosh, it is just once again switched to next level. And well, that and- was one thing that they did. Uh, if you, you now that you've uh, joined us on this journey and gotten from end to end, um it, it's something that, that the show continuously did. It always which is uh, Hold on. Let me dial it all back to just yeah, this. Yeah. This show continuously delivered on things way sooner than any other show would. Uh, the very premise of somebody being in the good place that's not supposed to be there by episode six or seven or maybe eight of the first season, that's turned. And then the season ends. So then it's like, oh, what's going to happen in the second season? And then the events of the second season happen. And by the third or fourth episode, it takes a left turn that you don't see coming. And then this show continuously did that. So it only makes sense in a way that it is, it's ending what some, how some people may feel a little early because once again, it, it does that. It just always delivers early. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it ends where it begins, right? It ends where they, where, you know, a, a mortal person would feel like is, or it begins with a mortal ending, right? And then it, it ends on what is the, 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 what they perceive to be the ending. But then, you know, as, as we see, you know, Eleanor's essence coming down to earth and then it's just interactions into more humanity, um, and, and it's, and that third season is, is very interesting too. I, I should go back and rewatch it because it is the, uh, the hero's journey, that third season, right? They, they, uh, embark, they go out and then in the end they come back having learned and all grown from it. Right. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. star Wars. That's, that's Odysseus. That's the Odyssey. Like, um, yeah, and so it's 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 traditional conventional storytelling, which is is really interesting because like, I mean, I I haven't watched uh, all the seasons of uh, like a Brooklyn Nine Nine, but that feels definitely more sit situation comedy esque, right? 
Um, and and uh, uh, what's the other thing that he created? Um, Parks and Rec, right? Definitely has some some major pl- uh, character development there, but not not at the. I'm not going to say breakneck speed, but the heightened speed that we see uh, in in the Good Place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but, but it feels natural. That's what's crazy about it, right? Like uh, everything just had a natural progression that it didn't. You, you never felt like like whoa, hey, no, and oh brilliant too in this last uh season when uh, uh this last episode when all eleanor's uh uh mortal friends are now going through the program and and she says i'm i'm so glad that that uh going through the program hasn't changed you guys um oh yeah her uh eleanor's best friends yeah, from, from yeah. arizona yeah exactly her, like um her, it, it, her it, fellow it, her fellow dong bait yes <laughs> by the way that's that if i could solidify any one point in that show where i absolutely positively said yep i love this show it was when Kristen bell answers the door while staying dog sitting for a friend this is like a flashback to her mortal life the original one and she answers the door to her friend hello or, hey, what's up dong bait and then the friend reveals that they've got tickets to uh, see Rihanna in concert, uh, free tickets, uh, free booze, whatever. And Eleanor says, well, I got to watch the dog. And and when her friend says this line, this is how you know how much I enjoyed it because I still remember it. Well, can this dog smoke a blunt on a boat topless while drinking champagne? Because that's how Riri do. <laughs> Uh, in this in this last uh, episode, um, did you find yourself nodding your head with along with Eleanor when uh, uh, Chidi and Eleanor are asking uh, Jason, how did you know, like, what does it feel like? How did you know you were ready? And he goes, well, it's it's kind of like when you bite into a jalapeno popper that you think is going to be really, really hot. But then when you bite into it, it's just the right temperature. <laughs> May surprise you. I do know that feeling, and I'm like nodding my head, like, I yes, I know ex- I yes, <laughs> that that is yes. And then Eleanor's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. By the way, Trent, over uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, Carolina on Tap says that uh, wanted to point this one out. I wanted to say thank you to you guys. You're talking about the show is what made me start watching. So hey, oh nice, coming full journey there. Cool, cool, cool. Um, by the way, if you if you do like uh, the Good Place and you want to hear a good podcast about it, I just have to say that the entire run, which uh, for all of us in the real world was actually only about uh, a little over two years, um, there is an official podcast, the Good Place, the podcast, yes. hosted by the guy who plays Sean, Mark Evan Jackson. You heard him at the top of the show. He uh, that is an absolute must listen to if you love the show and you want to get even more enjoyment out of it. Cause like in this final episode, there are Easter eggs all over the pl- place, uh, including you remember Troy. Wait, was that his name? Uh, I think it was Troy. I um, remember. but it was, uh, it was the, uh, character played by, and of course I'm going to blank on a name cause we're on camera, but he was also in step brothers and Parks and Rec. 
Derek? The guy that played Derek, yes, but not uh, Jason. No, not Jason, Jason Mantzoukas. No, no, the one that played Derek and Step Brothers. But he played the nice guy that got married to uh, what's her name? Boy, I'm telling this horribly. Never mind. Oh yeah, uh, to Adam um, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Yes. He 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 had a, a brief appearance in here too. In one of the times they're walking around the afterworld, uh, as they are approaching the doorman's desk at the hub now. There is, you can hear it come into frame and he flies quickly by frame. Because ah! remember, he got <laughs> flicked off into infinity. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also a need noggle that you can see in this last one. If you keep your eye out. What's a need noggle? Oh, you remember when uh, Tahan, when they were in the international uh, hole or interdimensional hole of pancakes? Oh, yes. Yeah. And Tahani had a green thing that's around right. her neck. It was a need noggle. That's right. So there's all kinds of things in this final episode. It really is a gigantic love letter to the fans, oh. but but to me too, it was just it had a lot of uh, scary, powerful messages in it. Oh, totally, yeah. And 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 uh, uh, we were chatting about this earlier, but um, uh, when Chidi says, you know, for the spiritual, we may have to go to you know to the east for this, and like the the whole episode was is totally. Um, just like, like I told you, it, it felt like a, a good session with my psychiatrist. Like when, when we're getting into like Eastern philosophy and spirituality talking about like, well, this is how they view, uh, uh, life or, or suffering or et cetera. And, uh, yeah. And, and it, just this, I don't know. I, I rarely do I feel so satisfied with a final episode and this one just felt great. I was I, I it I was ready to also let it go. I'm glad you were. I, I was uh, ready to walk to walk with them through the door. Look, all I know is that uh, I watched it as I said twice on Thursday, and then when I woke up Saturday morning, I just had a I'm like oh, I, you know I really want to I really want to watch that again, and I happened to wake up early, and I'm really kind of glad that I did. When I did, because I, I would I would have really hated for my wife to come downstairs and just kept, catch me sobbing, which is <laughs> what happened. I don't know why, but there was just I don't know. There's just there's so much good stuff. Uh, seriously, when if you if you want to if if you if for some reason have gotten to this point and you've never watched uh, the Good Place and you're hearing this now, one, sorry for all the spoilers, but two, <laughs> if you like good quality entertainment. Go go back and 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 catch that in there. I know the first three seasons are on Netflix. If you have a Hulu subscription, you can still watch all of the season. Uh, but I think for yes. Freeview, it the earlier ones may have been revoked a little while ago. Um, but the earlier seasons are on Netflix. Yes. Oh, Carolina sure. on Tap is Roller Dog NC. Duh. Oh, there you go. That adds up. Um, so anyway, I, that's kind of what I, we've been getting a lot. I don't know if there are any uh, major comments on Twitter, but I've been seeing that we've been getting some of them, Trent. I don't know if you've looked. Yes, uh, and and I think uh, we, I've seen them all. Okay, good. And, and, it, and, it, and it's been our, our good friend, Matt Corey. Okay. <laughs> well, that about handles that then. Um, yeah, if, if you haven't checked it out, please do. Uh, and then a great thing to listen to uh, for all of the gems is the the official podcast. Uh, just found out today, interestingly enough, Mark Evan Jackson is now the official host of the Brooklyn Nine Nine podcast. And if ah. they if they did what they did 
with uh, the Good Place, I, I have to subscribe now and listen. But um, even though the Good Place was in year three, they did seasons, or uh, between seasons two and three, they went back and did a reconstruct, basically by you know starting up. It's like okay, well this this episode this this is the first one, and then this is we're talking about the pilot, and they actually went back two years, uh, like for the first season to, to talk about things about each episode. So the each, each installment is, a, is about an episode of the show and it's just really enjoyable. So if they are going to do that with the Brooklyn nine, nine one, I mean that, that I give me any excuse to rewatch quality entertainment. That's all. Well, and, and, and man, like it, it's funny because like, uh, you know, the, the, a couple of months ago, the WWE words, you know, patting themselves on the back for, for coming out with, uh, you know, their own podcast network, blah, blah, blah. And I think to myself, oh, you're, you're only 10 years too late, buddy. But, <laughs> right, uh, that's that's because it's inside baseball, right? Like some people I, I, are, are still just asking me about podcasts or like, hey, I, I'm, I'm finally getting into podcasts. Like, so, so what a brilliant idea. Why, why wouldn't you be having an official anything, right? That's, that's coming out with your stuff. We saw the success of, of the talking dead. Um, wh why wouldn't you do that? You know, on, on a cheaper basis, that's audio only for free uh, to, to help promote and uh, you know, give, give shelf life to your product. It's, it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah. Well, you know, podcasts there's like eight billion of them and they just keep on coming <laughs> but yeah i mean and and it's been it's kind of been interesting the way having been inside baseball in podcasts for a little while now it's been interesting seeing the ebbs and flows and the way that you had certain things that could be like if you want to say lower level brands or, or anything else and now of course it's it's basically a space that that has been, I don't want to say co-opted, but now it's, it's been basically almost in a way taken over by corporations and major talent. And now, but oh, in some yeah. cases you get great stuff like the good place podcast or the Brooklyn nine, nine podcast. Let me yeah. be clear on that. Yeah, no, but it's, it's, it's interesting though, because you're right though. Like I wouldn't even, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it feels less democratized even though it's not, even though, you, you know, and that's just out of sheer numbers, right? Because there are so many more to choose from. Um, it feels like there's your, your, your voice is that much smaller um, because there can be huge money pushed behind stuff now. Well, you know, it, it, every number is relative Trent. I mean, like realistically speaking, our podcast kind of came into the world on the back of Kevin Smith off of something else we had done. And, you know, we saw an incredible swell and we've seen a, a dwindle, but you know, that's, I don't blame that on anyone more than us just because you don't do them enough. Then you will fall off people's subscriptions list until they go in like on an iPhone itself. Yeah. It, it'll just stop downloading. And then you have to actually say, Oh, well, what about this podcast? How come I don't have new episodes? What do you mean? Yeah. I stopped downloading it. Give me more. And yeah. that's an action you have to take. So you, you do kind of phase yourself out if you don't do things frequently enough. But, uh, but you know, speaking to that though, it's still relative because I, I still, for example, I, I could 
fit the people that listen to this, I couldn't fit them all in my house. So that's already to me a relatively large number. As a matter of fact, I, yeah, you know, there, it would take quite a few homes and I'm not bragging here, but I'm just saying it's relative. But then, you know, like anything else, we've got this really weird, uh, I don't want to say perverse, but it's really, it really is the social media era and the influencer concept and everything else is such a bizarre thing because, you know, there are people that, that specialize. Well, actually the way I kind of view it is you've got celebrities and they're able to cash in on their stuff on Twitter, but then you have areas like Instagram and TikTok and the like where, where Dude. people, where the masses choose their entertainment. Yeah. And, you know, it could be anybody. And that's kind of what YouTube was too, but we've seen this evolution. I don't, I'm not saying podcasting is in any way going in that direction, but you know, everyone's always going to find a way to monetize something. And with podcasts, that's what they've done. It's like, well, it's, you know, it basically podcasting inherited radio and now it's starting to inherit a lot of what radio does. You're starting, you know, they've all got commercials and you know, it's like the new dot com era of advertising. If you listen to radio back in the late nineties, you heard a lot of dot com ads because they had a lot of money to burn and they needed a place to get ears. And now that's what podcasting is. But then you, like I said, you get into these other social media as, uh, applications where like people can become popular on Instagram or yep. the TikTok world is the one that's amazing me right now because I, I'm just, I'm just looking at it uh, and I'm, I'm like viewing it for the content and I'm like, see, first of all, it's scary. It, you know, the thing you realize is every action you're taking, you're feeding an analytic to somebody. So they're trying In China. to. It's Chinese owned. Yes, that too. Um, And, you know, they're determining your behaviors and the things that they present to you. But then also, like, you know, there are just people where you can go back uh, and look at their entire timeline of information. And you're like, wow, two months ago, no, three months ago, nobody heard about this guy. Nobody knew him at all. Now there are 1.1 million people 90 days later that are following whatever this guy does right? Whatever content he's putting out. That's got to, first of all, one, contextually speaking, that's mind blowing. Yeah. But two, that's the norm. Yeah. How is that possible? I know, man. I I I know. I hate to sound like one of them old codgers, but no, I'm not a boomer. Don't say it. Well, and the, the, the thing is like, even like, like looking at like the term influencer, right? Like, I and and this is probably just because I hold my 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 own ego at such esteem that, that it can never be quenched. But like, if you, dude, I I can tell what an ad is. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna buy something because because you're you're wearing it in this photo or whatever. Like, I I almost like I. I don't know. It's just, it's messed up. Like, like commercials and stuff. I understand. Like it it just, it seems more like cut and dry, like transactional even. Right. Like I want to watch this program. So I'm, I'm subjecting myself to this amount of advertising for that program. It's, it's transactional. Right. But like influencers, Oh, like uh, these corgis are cute. And now I'm all of a sudden being bombarded by like, all the dog food that they're trying to shill on me. And now all the, the advertising that's in my feeds are, are from these sponsored 
cooperatives that are working with these corgis that I like. Oh like, my gosh. Speaking of which, one thing yeah. that came up in the news over the past week. I don't know if you saw this, Trent. Probably not. Uh, well, I, I don't know. This one's really interesting. As part of the Cambridge Analytica fallout, one of the things yeah. that Facebook has to do is provide you a link in order to... And, and by the way, uh, let me just take another opportunity to state that, that basically other than for social media pushing purposes of, of mainly netheads, I have very little to do with Facebook now, Trent. Very oh, little. Same. Oh, okay. I, I, I use it for one group, and that's the only way they are capable of communicating for some god-awful reason. Right. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I, I there may be a few group pages where I like hearing some info on, but that's my transaction with Facebook. But with this Cambridge Analytica thing that happened and data leak and concerns, they had to provide a link to everybody in order to see all the ways that Facebook tracks you when you're offline, when you're yeah. not on their service. Yep. Did you see yours? No, uh-uh. Don't. Okay? Oh, God. Just, oh, God. Just, just don't. It, because, look, at this point, I'm telling you, you follow the link and you see all the different apps that are able to track you through one way or another because of Facebook, and you're like, the battle's already lost. I'm yeah. done. Oh, yeah. The battle yeah. is done, and I am yeah. too. Yeah, I know. And and like you're you're talking to someone who like turns on uh their location services for maps and then turns it off, right? <laughs> oh wow. Wow, you're 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 hardcore, man. That is that is that is fierce. You're like if if I ever disappear, they will not they will have to hope that I've re like sent a text so they can ping it off a cell phone tower. It, it, and, and know what 30 mile radius I'm in. It's not even that. They're, they're going to have to just go like strictly old school, like track his credit cards. <laughs> Hopefully he hasn't gone off grid using cash. Uh, what do you mean yeah. we don't have any GPS data from what Facebook? <laughs> he never used Waze? Come on. What about his grocery store membership? There's uh, got to be something. No, I just I, I I hate it, man. And more than anything, I hate having the 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 bloatware that it is. I mean, that's uh, you mean to tell me that I can run the desk the desktop uh, version of your app on my phone in its web browser just fine and get all the messages there just fine. But if I if I want to text or, or use any type of text base, almost the easiest of database communication out there to create, I have to download a whole other messenger app for from you. Bullshit. Yes, yes, you do. I am not no effing way, man. <laughs> not, not gonna happen. Well, and and here's the thing too, because uh, you know I complaining about Facebook, but almost every one of us uses Google Chrome. Uh, oh, we yep. use and think about how much you've integrated with Google Chrome in your world or Google, your Google account, your Gmail account, yeah. all the things you may have linked that to all the different ways they cookie you and track that it, it's the same story. Again, my take the battle's already lost folks. You can't, you can, you can try and put gasoline behind you and throw a match, but it's not going to burn everywhere. So don't do that. The, um, but the biggest thing I can say and tip I could give, and, and I try to push this on everyone and I understand it's hard. Uh, 
don't ever link your uh, any account to any other app ever. Like, like, don't sign in with your Google account or don't sign in with your Facebook account. Create a separate account native to that application and just use LastPass and it does it all for you. Yeah, I've been I've been leaning on LastPass a lot lately, and that has just been that was the wisest choice. Thank you, Trent. There's there's just no other way. Like really, well, um, and, because one little data breach, right? Just mm-hmm. one, one little one from from like, you know, the 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 mom and pop record store that you signed in to create a, a shopping cart with. They they their data gets breached, and it's over. Game over, man. Game over. What are we gonna do now? I um, <laughs> I completely agree. And actually, I, I was just reading an article. I can't remember what the name of the browser browser was. Was it like Thunderbird or something? But basically, somebody was pointing out that it was an alternative browser to to Google that is not bloatware, has faster render times, and it doesn't come with all the baggage and processes that Chrome runs on your system. Right. That 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 runs even when it's not running. <laughs> look look at your uh uh your your system uh uh task manager. Task yeah, and and just look at performance, and, and you'll see the other one that's really bad, but it's it's essential if in in our line of work is Adobe, man. Yeah. Yep, that's true too. It's all well. That's what happens when developers get lazy, and they're like, "Well, yeah, but you know, systems oh. have evolved now, and people have so yep. much, so many gigs of memory." Yeah. Right? Hey, data is is so cheap right now. Just just put it in there. We don't need to clean it up. Yeah, don't worry about that. Oh. See, they can they they can handle it. They've got enough memory. They can do it. He's got three. He's got three <laughs> three memory drives, and also look, almost every people person in the world has got six cores now. See, so. <laughs> Don't worry about it. See, I don't know why I've slipped into like '40s gangster or announcer. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's I just it's terrifying to see all the ways they can watch you. But there's no, we've already traded away all of our freedoms for free oh, yeah. information through yep. convenience. So just accept accept the fact that if you're not willing to walk away from it all and live off the grid up in the mountains, that this is the world you live in now. That's what it is. Which you know is a pretty big movement here in Utah. Just, well, hey, but I would, believe me, I would in a heartbeat as long as I got Wi-Fi, my friend. But, oh, wait, that's defeating the purpose. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I don't know what yeah. I was thinking. Uh, but I, I do freely, freely admit that that, that uh, I, would, I would love to do such a thing if I could. I don't think I could anymore, though. Although, the one invention that I think was on Shark Tank that I love, that I stumbled across was the uh, no phone on Amazon. I think that's the name of it. It's called the no phone. And it's about, you know, it's about yay big. Yeah. It's a it's a piece of uh, of hard or rubberized plastic. You put it in your hand. It feels like a cell phone, but it's just a brick of plastic. God. <laughs> so that way, if you, you know, you're like, oh, where's my, if you, if you have the feeling that you've got to have something in your hand. Uh-huh. Yeah. It could do that. Um, but my favorite thing about that was reading the review on Amazon where the guy said, cause it was like, it's like 15 bucks, right? I don't know, or something. I don't remember what it was. Look it up yourself. Who cares? Uh, but he said, uh, <laughs> being able to, uh, sit in a room and you God damn it and throw this against the wall yes. is worth every penny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just for other no. people's reactions. Before the DualShock uh, controller, you know, when you could, you know, throw your controller at your brother after he beat you in a game and it wouldn't break. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Anyway, sorry, I don't know where things are going, but we really enjoyed the Good Place finale. 
and uh, we're terrified of big tech, but they own us now, so who cares? Yeah. It's over. Take my money. Yep. Uh, anyway, folks, the dogs are getting restless, so it's time to go. See, look at that. <laughs> they are. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for uh, for joining us uh, through this very confusing, convoluted uh, discussion, if you will, uh, about many things, including... Uh, probably one of the most unique bits of uh, entertainment we're ever going to see on TV. Uh, having Only 52 episodes, Trent. Only 52 episodes of that. Two, two regular seasons. Pretty much. That's right. Yeah. We've been going through 309. Do you think we should have walked through the door? Oh, hey, hey, now. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We always appreciate you. Uh, NetheadsOnAir.com for all the links about anything about the podcast. Also, don't forget to uh, check out uh, all of Trent's endeavors. Where, where's the best place for them to find that, Trent? Um, I don't know. To please don't say your Facebook. <laughs> uh, go uh, Media. Ah, there we go. Media. I haven't heard that one. I got a pew pew yeah. shirt and I'm gonna wear it, damn it. Yeah. You can't stop me. Anyway, folks, I'm thank wear you. Cocksucker, man, tell you what. <clears throat> thank you very much for tuning in. We always appreciate you. Until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we will be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. Oh. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. First off, Roller Dog NC says he is going to start a uh, NetHeads fan podcast. Oh, oh, he's got two listeners already. Yeah, it's a bit of the serpent eating his own tongue. Also, any any argument I'm or, or any uh, any emphasis I may put on trying to to do another one sooner. Obviously, I'm falling out of practice. I don't know if you noticed the last few times we've wrapped up together, Trent. I, I, it almost comes across more like a guy who is, uh, well, he's basically at the end of the first date and he's really wondering if he's going to get kissed. And so he just doesn't know when to shut up. That's kind of how I've been. I think. Are you saying I need to, I need to loosen up my morals a little bit for you? Maybe put the vibe out for you a little bit. Be like, you know, Hey that, baby, that not, that, not what that, I meant at uh, all. Oh. I, I, I blame myself. I took this in this direction. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs>